When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble podcast. I'm Ollie Davis and Luke, this is the last time we'll be recording together for two weeks. It is, yeah. I'm going to miss six episodes of Wrestle Ramble, which is kind of, it's kind of weird to think about because the previously when I've gone away, we've recorded this stuff in advance. So I don't really feel like I've missed out on anything. But this time we, we are. I am missing out on stuff. I'm not going to see Raw and Smackdown and... I'm not sure if I'm going to catch up on them. But, like, um, I'll, I'll listen to what you guys have to say. Will you? Yeah, totally. Will you I'll, load I'll... me up on the beach? Yeah, well, I mean, my wife, I think, has sort of permitted me. is like, you're allowed, like, ten minutes a day where you can actually, like, look at work. I can look at, try and look at my emails or something like that. Because I'm a, I'm a worker bee. I, 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 don't, I don't relax well. You're um, about the hustle. I am, um, yeah. It's like, it's funny if, like, when we were at uh, some friends over the weekend, my wife sort of, like, like exasperatedly said, it's like, oh, God, I can't wait for our holiday. And my friend looked at me, and I just went, nah, I'm fine. Like, I, it's it's fine. Like, I could do another week. I could do another couple of weeks. The only reason I'm stressed this week is because I've had to do a load of stuff in advance, and we've had to do, like, Patreon stuff and punishment videos and all that other, this other jazz that needs to be done. Mm, punishment videos. Well, that might be up. Might be up tomorrow. If it's uh, Saturday today. Okay, so, uh, well, I was going to ask. I thought we were learning on a Saturday. So, yeah, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, ooh. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm I'm never like, oh, I've got to take a holiday. But once I'm on the holiday, I'm like, oh, man, I should do this more. Oh, God, well, this is nice. I, well, I've stacked up a load of books. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I had quite a lot of email. Well, there's a lot. I had two people email in about the book that I was talking about, about um the way that sugary drinks are marketed. The book is called Soda Politics. I can't remember the, uh, the author's name is off the top of my head. But if you uh, go onto Amazon and look for Soda Politics, Politics. I've only read a little bits and pieces of it, but it seems to be very interesting thus far. But that is one of the books I'm, I'm super, mm. super jazzed about reading when I go away. I wish I was allowed to read. Why aren't you allowed to read? Because my girlfriend always wants to chat oh. and like, or, or watch telly. On holiday? Oh, no, like, oh, yeah, I guess, but I don't go on holiday. Well, I'll be going on holiday end of July. You will No, be. start of July. But so. you, are you going to take books there? That would be my intention. I'll take a Kindle. Loads of books. All the books. <laughs> All the books. Yeah, I mean, my uh, wife does, um, she does tend to interrupt me while I'm reading because she likes to be in the sea or likes to be in the pool and mm-hmm. likes to swim. And then she likes me to be there as well. Which means, and you can't really take a book into the sea. It's just, they're not really. Laminate it. I could, yeah, but there's a lot of pages you need to laminate. Well, we still don't know what's going to happen for the Wrestle Ramble in Luke's absence. I will do my best, Swaff Nation, to make sure it continues. Uh, but for now, because we've still got lots of stuff to do before Luke goes away, let's get on with the show. And that's right, my friends, the Swaff Nation. We have managed to get two consecutive Saturday videos with CM Punk in the title. Take that, YouTube SEO. Take that, that other YouTuber who puts CM Punk in literally every video title. So this is off the back. That was some shade. That was was some shade. A bit of shade. Uh, I don't even know who it was against. This is off the back of the all-in Bullet Club event. I can't call it a pay-per-view, can I? No, it's an event. It's a yes, show. It's a show. But there's there's some loose workings of, of getting it streaming. Yeah, and I'd imagine it'll be on the High Spots um, network mm, afterwards, mm. like about a week later. If that ever works, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's 
it's... Actually, it'll probably be on Fight TV more than because oh, they yeah. the Ring of Honor connection. Of course, yeah. So All In is the wrestling show that's happening on Sunday, the 1st of September. But in the days before that is Starcast, Cast. the Starcast convention, which is a two or three day event in a building down the road from where All In's happening in Chicago. All In Chicago, that's a relevant geographical location for this story. And it's going to feature various wrestler, wrestling personalities, kind of like, a, what's the one they have over WrestleMania weekend? WrestleCon. WrestleCon, yeah. So you've got like well, loads of... Say it's more like, it's a bit like Wrestling Media Con, which is taking place in Manchester a couple of weeks later. About a week, a week late, later. A week later. Yeah. It's a bit like that, I would argue. Well, you get all, loads of like... a. Uh, Wrestling podcasters, Dave Meltzer's going to be there, and uh, the one we're going to be at in the UK on uh, September September 8th, I think it is, on that Saturday. And uh, yeah, so you're going to have all these, but amongst all of those, One Hour Tees announced that signing t-shirts at their stand will be CM Punk. CM Punk himself. And this is the first wrestling-related appearance Punk has had, if you don't count the, the Colt Cabana podcast because that's not really an appearance it's, it was a, a, a shoot interview essentially since he left since he walked out of wwe in january 2014 four years it's incredible to three think and a half that, really it's incredible to think it was that long ago yeah yeah it's insane so oh it is this, four years well it's, it's three and a half isn't it because we're only halfway through yes but if he left in january 2014 we passed four tw- and a half years yeah holy moly Oh, I'm old. Oh, my hero. <laughs> uh, so, yes, CM Punk will be the special guest. What are you doing? Sorry, t-shirt fell. Uh, CM Punk will be the special guest at the One Hour Tees store. And this has, of course, ramped up speculation that, hey, this all of this is in Chicago. CM Punk's beloved hometown. One of the many reasons he's called CM Punk is Chicago-made punk. That's what the CM allegedly stands for in one interpretation of events, kind of yeah. like the Joker's backstory mm-hmm. uh and that what is there a possibility that he will appear at the all-in show either as a promo or to wrestle a match or in a angle it's interesting as well because the young bucks uh, so they did like a press conference just after they'd announced all of this stuff it was before the tickets went on sale tickets sold out within half an hour which we're going to talk about in a little bit 29 minutes 29, 36 seconds 29 minutes absolutely incredible um but they announced on that show that, you know, they've been talking about CM Punk really wants to, like, he wants to wrestle. Like, they've said that he, and if he's going to wrestle, he's going to wrestle alongside us. That's what Matt and Nick Jackson have Did always he? been. Well, Matt and Nick, they've said the, uh, at the press conference, but Matt and Nick Jackson have also said in separate interviews that they are very good friends with CM Punk. They always talk to CM Punk about wrestling. And if he ever was to return to wrestling, it would probably be involving the Young Bucks in some capacity. I th- think the direct quote is... He said we'd be the first he called. Yes. Yeah. And but he uh, said in other interviews that it would be. Yeah. Like. But but I d- I've never heard that CM Punk wants to wrestle. Well, okay. I may have because that's yeah. I've, sorry, I have misspoken. That's, that's that's very important. That's, <laughs> and that is absolutely fine. I stand corrected, like a man in orthopedic shoes, as Jerry Lawler used to say. Um, and I've forgotten the original point I was making. I'm now. sorry there. It's quite all right. The other, well, that was the other thing as well. Uh, Nick Jackson also said that Daniel Bryan was going to be at the show. He said that Daniel Bryan was planned to be on the show until he was medically cleared by WWE. And it's when you hear things like that, you're like, hmm, I wonder how medically cleared he would have been before Daniel mm. Bryan told them, oh, I've got these plans for, for All In. Or they looked at when his contract was expiring and they were looking at the date uh, All In was in. Yeah, it was on, and we're like, "Oh, actually, yeah, no, I've just looked at your records, and you're fine." Yeah. Oh well, I, oh, pass well, through. Look at that! It turns out we do agree with all those other doctors that have mm. been saying you've been fine for years. <laughs> what a mistake it's a maker! So yeah, there's all, there's that. But I'm to answer the question: Do we think CM Punk is going to wrestle at all? In I wonder if he's going to just cut a promo. Cut a promo. It'd be the first time he's been in a wrestling ring, you know, involved in a wrestling show. Comes out, cuts a promo about how much he loves Chicago, how much he maybe misses wrestling or something like that. And then you shoot an angle that sets up for All In 2 next year, which is when CM Punk's first wrestling match will be in a year's time, wherever they do it. And you sell out another 10-seat arena, maybe even go bigger, maybe even go to 15,000, 20,000 seats as a possibility. That is exactly what I think will happen to Think, and well, think. Do, do I generally believe that it's it's too early to say? It's impossible to know. Uh, he he could 
equally just be done with wrestling. But I, I really think that that's a very, it it could happen. It, it could happen. happen. Uh, so when Matt Jackson, they, they had a press conference on the day of the tickets going on sale, and Matt Jackson answered that punk question of will he appear at All In himself, and that's when he said that the usual stuff of me and Punk are good friends. We talk about wrestling. Yada, says, yada, he yada. says it right there. He wants to wrestle again. No, no, I it, think it, 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 it doesn't it, say that. No, I know it doesn't. I was oh, you were making a joke. joke. Because I, I did a terrible quote earlier. This guy, this, this guy. guy. So Always with the jokes. So Matt Jackson, who's the one of the young bucks, he kind of dodges the question by saying he st- Punk still loves professional wrestling, I think, but he's also got some other goals right now, chiefly the top priority on his list is that fight coming up in three weeks. So I think it would... I don't think anyone involved in this, Punk included, would want to promote something or commit to something when he he still has this UFC career somehow still going. So UFC 225 is on June the 9th. He'll be facing a, a guy called Mike Jackson, who is, you know, not like a top... He's not even a mid-range fighter. He's, he's someone who's been brought up who could give Punk a fight because if Punk went against the, a legit guy, he'll be destroyed because against Mickey Gull he, Mickey Gull was a guy who was brought up and he destroyed Punk. Um, there's also been... Did you see that? Oh no, have I lost the link? Uh-oh. Oh, I've oh, lost the link. Preparation, mate. So it was uh, someone tweeted out oh, I wish Punk wasn't on the UFC 225 card because it's just taken away a spot from someone else on the on the card. Ironically, something Punk has accused Rock for in the past at WrestleMania. And uh, someone replied to that tweet saying, and it was like a, an MMA journalist saying, yeah, but these are, these are the rules of the game. You know, like, mm-hmm. Punk is a money name. It will help sell tickets. It's just the way it is. I understand what you're coming from, but don't blame Punk for it. And Punk replied to that journalist's tweet saying, thank you very much for being sensible about all this. If it were up to me, I would be fighting the first fight on UFC Fight Pass. You know, their lowest level TV show thing, not a pay-per-view at all. Uh, But, you know, he's got the name. UFC have spent loads of money on him. Mm. So they're going to put him in this kind of position. This is his second fight. Of course, he lost his debut in September 2016. We're now... You know, two years, almost two years later, and he's getting another fight. He's not getting any younger. So if he does, even if he wins this fight against Mike Jackson, is he going to carry on this MMA career? He must be about 40 now. Or will he just, you know, do what he wants, write a comic book here and there, and make the occasional fun appearance with his wrestling mates and added bonus he gets to stick his middle finger up at WWE. I was going to say, that's the key to it. And my, the other question I wanted to follow up with you on this is, do you think that All In would have sold out in the 29 minutes if they hadn't have made the Punk announcement two days prior? Uh, yes, because there were still enough, like enough people didn't get tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, to... but, but the, uh, point is, and I, I'm not saying I agree with this either. I've seen a lot of people say like, oh, well, they only sold this amount of tickets because they announced Punk's name and people are expecting Punk to do something and it's in Chicago, X, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'm just, you know, playing devil's mm. advocate and asking you. Um, because there is that possibility that, you know, Ring of Honor can sell out a show with 10,000 seats with the, you know, basically the same card. New Japan struggled to sell, uh, you know, sell out 5,000 seats in um, uh, the Cow Palace. Um, you know they they're looking to get about four thousand in the cow pass and set up for like fifteen thousand things. But that like. wasn't their first show. It wasn't their first show. The, again, but I'm saying with similar people on the card, and there are all these sort of companies with the same sort of people that wouldn't been able to sell this ten thousand seats. So either a, the name CM Punk being added to um, Starcast with the then people are like, surely he's going to be at the show then buying their tickets because they want to be part of this this moment when CM Punk is going to make his quote unquote wrestling return, or b. It was 10,000 people who were just like, do you know what? We need to be a part of this show because it's a really big historic thing and I want to support independent wrestling. So do you subscribe to the second theory? Yes. I think if you look at the numbers, the amount of people who say they couldn't get tickets, I think they would have... But, you know, maybe maybe it wouldn't have sold out in half an hour. Maybe it would have sold out a month or two away. But, uh... Yeah, there was, 
I yeah, I think there's enough people in Chicago that's a brilliant wrestling city. There's enough people in America who walk around with their Bullet Club t-shirts. There's enough of a draw with not only the all-in event, but it's not like you're just fly- it's not like you're flying in just for one show, which, you know, does, doesn't really isn't really worth it. But if it's like a WrestleMania weekend, the SummerSlam weekend where they have all those fan events around it, the NXT show, a lot more it makes makes sense for you to fly over there for that. So the Starcast thing is I would help think helps extraordinary with or without CM Punk. You think of all those all those names who are doing events there and the loyalty that podcast listeners feel towards certain shows. All that in one place and the anti WWE sentiment, the whole bullet club stuff, what Cody and the Bucks have done. Just just their YouTube channel alone. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah, they've got a hundred and like it's a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand views per episode. That's nowhere near the amount Ring of Honor TV gets or Impact gets, sure. But I think the conversion rate of people who would be willing to travel to see them, because those are people. It's not a company. It's a lot easier to get invested in people than it is this this faceless thing. Well, you're completely right there. I mean, Impact gets you know three hundred thousand people watching its show on pop every single week. But you look at the, the ticket sales they had over Impact week, uh, over Impact over WrestleMania weekend. They were selling like in the hundreds. It was only until they partnered with Lucha Underground mm. that they actually started to sell and shift more tickets, which is a really smart move on Impact's parts. Really, is to do this sort of partnered up show, and 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 that I thought it was a really a really good business play. And it's the sort of similar thing here. Cody, I was actually just listening to an interview with Cody Rhodes uh, with Je- on Jericho. There's an old interview that Cody was doing from the weekend video. And um, he was talking about how like he sees that we are now in a second wrestling boom, but it's not a battle for ratings wars. It's a battle for accessibility. And he says that like you can still love WWE, but now it's so easy for you to watch New Japan. It's so easy for you to watch Ring of Honor. It's so easy to get a lot of these sort of independent shows because they're on like the the high spots network. Rev Pro put their shows up on, in places. Progress put their shows in place. WXW have shows in their sort of places. It's so easy now to be a wrestling fan and watch shows from all around the world. And Cody really is almost like I don't want to say he's at the forefront of it, but he is a guy who almost like he sort of personifies independent wrestling because he's a guy who left wwe so he could do this sort of stuff and i think it's a it's an, an incredible achievement and the other thing as well i, I think is w- certainly worth noting is that you and i on this show did question whether this show could sell out i'm and, happy to be wrong oh, so i couldn't have been happier to be wrong when i saw that it sold out in half an hour i had the biggest smile on my face because i i don't yeah absolutely man i, I did say like oh, i don't think it could happen without a cm punk or a daniel bryan I, I, i'm so happy to be wrong mm. absolutely incredible results yeah yeah uh but back to the, the the punk thing uh people might say oh yeah but punk could still wrestle on this show there's no point mm. because they've already sold it out yeah why would as, as a promoter as a long-term booker why would you give away that punk wrestling match now when cody has already said hey if this sells out we will do all in two and I don't think it. I think the half hour sellout surprised all of them. So, I I strongly believe they're going to do all out, all out, all in two based on that, or whatever it ends up being called. And that's yeah, like you said, that's when you set up the Punk return wrestling match. Yeah, that would be huge. Oh, and they so could big. they could legit set out like a a cow palace or something. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. Like, mm. They really, really could. It's just one absolutely uh, incredible achievement. And the other thing as well, actually, and um, Dave Meltzer pointed this out on Wrestling Observer, right? Uh, on Wrestling Observer, pointed this out on Twitter, because obviously Dave Meltzer was the one who sort of much accidentally initiated this challenge when someone said, could Ring of Honor sell out 10,000 seats? And he said, not anytime soon. Mm. Because at that point, it looked like that was okay. And Cody and the Young Bucks were like, cool, we'll take that bet. And a lot of people said Dave was like, ah, but you're gutted now. And he was like, no, this is great. Like, this is a really cool achievement. But he actually pointed out even more brilliantly. He said, when you look at it, the amount of scalper tickets that have gone on sale is so minimum. Like a lot of people was like, oh, it's just scalpers who bought up tickets. It's actually not the case. A very few number of the tickets that have been sold came from sca- uh, scalpers just buying it so that they can then resell them on at a higher price. Because I don't even think scalpers knew that this show was happening so it was only a small number of them who do do this as a business knew this was happening all in two though that's when the scalpers will really come into force and that's when they'll buy things and sell them on at a higher value so actually this show is not only is a legit sellout it's going to be full of hardcore wrestling fans who went who were there to buy tickets within the first half hour 
What? Oh, it's absolutely incredible. I really, really hope they do stream it. Uh, or they, they invite us and fly us over and oh, everything. I'm not going to be there. Because I'm still on my honeymoon. Uh, I'm still on my honeymoon. You'll be up the road in Canada. I will be. I'll be in Canada, unfortunately. I'll be in Vancouver. So we've we've had some correspondence from Pledgehammer Nicolo Mandato on this. Uh, quite a controversial view. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and this is kind of what I was alluding to mm. earlier. So I don't want to undermine what Cody and the Young Bucks accomplished, but I do think that the 10,000-seats arena in this way has been too easy. It was big, that was air quotes for podcast listeners. Uh, immediate disagreement there. I, you know, like you can go back and listen to us. If we're having doubts, like, oh, I don't think they can do it without the big Brian or Punk name. Think how the organisers must have felt. They must have been crap in their pants. And, you know, uh, huge respect to all of them for pulling it off. Uh, back to Nicolo. I wasn't taking it for granted, but I think we should look at it as the wrestling party. They have all the major non-WWE stars among them, and the freedom from storyline. They teased one year long Cody versus Omega, and it seems we're not getting that main event. Moreover, the event will take place in Chicago with Punk teasing a return, and they have been able to sell tickets, I think, to European fans to... That fly to fill the events. That is definitely a part of it. That is the absolute. Closing, the news is huge, but I don't see Ring of Honor impact on New Japan in the USA following this ticket sale standard anytime soon. I feel like this will be a Una Tantum event that will be followed by All In Two if the first will be great. I don't see it going bad, by the way. So I guess what uh, Mandato is saying is this is huge for All In, but it's not like it's raised independent wrestling as a yes. whole. It's it's more all in itself. Absolutely, yeah. And I think actually one of our uh, Pledgehammer questions that we'll get to in the mailbag is almost like this. It's like, well, surely all in's going to change the face of independent wrestling. It's like, well, I don't know. I mean, this this is very much is like a, a singleized event thus far. But is this selling out 10,000 mean that Ring of Honor is going to sell out 10,000 seat arenas for its next show? Or are they going to be able to up their, their seat numbers? And New Japan, when they fly over, are going to be able to up their seat numbers off the back of all in or is this just a, a localized really great success based on the fact that it is you know it's the young bucks and it's almost like it feels like it's sticking it to sticking it to wwe and sticking it to those who thought it couldn't be done yeah it's it's like is this gonna make more wrestling fans or is it going to appeal to a small portion of wrestling fans more 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 intensely yes i yeah uh, i agree yeah and there's there's also the the old thing that sticks in my head is that Opera as an art form was the old going to the movies and opera was at its biggest just before it fell. Mm. You know, like it's it's not like, oh, it slowly dies out. Like opera was huge in the late 19th century, just as the Nickelodeons and stuff were coming up and then it crashed. So and you, those were these huge, expensive events that everyone went to. Well, at least high society did at least. And it's like, is this... Is this a continuation of it, or, in retrospect, is it the tipping point where it all falls down? God, you're so cultured. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you want to send us your crap gimmicks, please do get in touch with me, Luke, at WrestleTalk.com. I get sent, and actually this week, I got sent the most crap gimmicks I have ever been sent. It was like, I got, I mean, I don't want to say hundreds. I got a lot. I got fours. No, I put like 30 to 40. Wow. uh, Crap gimmicks sent across to me. And we only do like three or four of them. So uh, there may be a backlog. I may never get to some of the crap gimmicks that get sent across because I do get sent a lot of them and we haven't got time to go through every one of them. But I do read them all. So there is always that. I even got one. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why people email me. I explicitly tell people not to email me. uh, And uh, But the the gluten three, or no, the glue... Yeah, it was, it was the gluten three versus the gluten three versus, versus BLT. BLT. We'll get to that. It came in too late for today's show, but well, actually, a nice segue. Buttered Toast has emailed in with the name Christopher Parker Bacon, aka nice. Chris P. Bacon. Bacon is a babyface wrestler who makes his entrance carrying his manager Commodore Oinks, who is a miniature potbelly pig in one of those baby carriers you strap to your chest. He also throws strips of bacon into the crowd, similar to the New Day with pancakes. The running gag with Chris is he loves pigs and he loves bacon, but is unaware that bacon is actually made of pigs. This can go into a feud where a dastardly heels attempts to prove to him that his favourite food is indeed made of his favourite animal. His finisher is the porker, a submission in which Chris puts his fingers in his opponent's nose and pulls their head mm. back, making their nose resemble that of a pig. That's really good. It's, that general conceit of just, I love bacon and I love pigs, and the two aren't the same. I like how this has obviously started from the Chris P. Bacon name. Mm-hmm. And he's worked back from that and he's gone, okay, well, he likes pi- he likes bacon. Oh, and there's there's a pig thing there. Okay, so he brings a pig to the ring. But wait a second, he likes bacon. This is the, the, the central dichotomy of his character. I Yeah, this is great. And I don't think we've got any live animals <laughs> in any of the crack gimmicks that we've signed so far, so far which is a huge important of creating a chaotic promotion like just look at that kennel is it kennel of death match kennel from hell kennel from hell yeah. and all the dogs like kennel from hell that they like just that. they just they get scared and they just poop in one corner of the ring and they're not don't work with kids or animals so we're gonna work with them both <laughs> this, this is, and I like the vision of a little pot-bellied pig yeah I was going to say I would get rid of the, uh, the the baby carrier thing I would have him carry it under his arm I yeah. think that's a much more interesting visual also it reminds me of one of my favourite Simpsons gags which is when the episode when Lisa tries to become a vegetarian and, he's like, and Homer says like what you're not going to eat bacon anymore she goes no no pork chops no ham no, that's the same animal. Oh, yeah, Lisa. One magical animal that gives us all this delicious food. Wasn't there that really cute pig in the Simpsons movie as well? Yeah, Spider Pig. Spider Pig. That was the gag that they did, yeah. That, mm. was, a, that was a meme that ran across Twitter for um, a, a cup of coffee. Yeah. 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 Um, a good episode of Lisa Vegetarian. Fun fact for you. Um, Linda McCartney and Paul McCartney agreed to be in that episode under the proviso that Lisa remained a vegetarian for the rest of time. They couldn't uh, undo what they had done, so Lisa had to be, and to this day remains a vegetarian. It's the only reason they agreed to do it. Yeah. Also, uh, they recorded it from their home, so they didn't have to fly out to LA to do it. Which is lovely. He's he's a Beatle. He can do whatever he wants. I was going to say, and they very much, because he was the last Beatle that they hadn't worked with. Obviously, they couldn't work with John Lennon because he's very much passed away by that point. But they'd already done with uh, worked with Ringo Starr and George Harrison. What was George Harrison? George Harrison is in the episode uh, where they do the the parody of the Beatles, where they're the B sharps. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I never noticed that. And Ringo Starr is um, uh, he's the, the one where Marge paints, ma- paints the letters. Yeah. yeah. I thank you for my painting. I hung it up on my wall lovely stuff greg chambers back on track emails in with my crap gimmick is 
the weatherman. He mm. is a baby face who at whose attire depends on the time of year and the weather in the place of the show. He goes from wearing Timberland boots and a padded jacket in the winter to wearing shorts and t-shirt in the summer and sometimes going barefoot if in a beach location. His moves depend on the weather too. In spring, he has a springboard moonsault as a finisher. In summer, he has a sunset flip pile driver. In autumn, he does a variation of the bad luck fall and in winter he uses an avalanche ddt that one's a bit stretched towards the end there yeah greg not 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 as into this because it's just like if if we're running the crap gimmick promotion and we haven't got telly and we're touring a few few like bingo halls in a state and people aren't coming to the week to week stuff the month to month stuff the season to season stuff they're gonna see this guy about like once or twice a year if they're adamant fans they're not going to get up they're not going to pick up on this subtlety mm. it doesn't translate to a live audience it would like week to week tv but we are not as ambitious to get crap gimmick roster on tv uh and i just think like the weatherman that's like a green screen gimmick where there's someone in a, a it's like a almost a news a newsroom with a weather guy and all of his moves have uh, like the sunset flip power bump great uh avalanche you know, the full thing falls more of a seasonal base thing rather than a weather thing i think sorry sorry greg that is that is uh it is it is overly contrived and also not right yeah you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth there it's about like that uh beach one we had last week sort of the name and the gimmick don't quite mm. match up i'm afraid uh jamie chadwick has written in to suggest uh the name is obe and obe is an aspiring actor slash filmmaker obe is a snobby upper class heel from cambridge that's in the united kingdom his passion is films and he sees wrestling as his best way to break into the film industry just like the rock did his main advantage is his cinema is his cinematographer who he brings down to ringside to get the most dynamic shot possible to help him win. His entrance involves a Spike Lee-like crane shot from the rafters, his attire being kind of like Spielberg on a set with a cap and scruffy hair. His finisher, the long shot, a running single leg drop kick. In a, um, and then I like what he's done there to finish off this email. I know it's a bit like Goldust, so old gimmick, but I hope there's enough separating the two. Love you guys. Thanks. Yeah, I guess if you don't dress up as a giant gold man, <laughs> yeah. you, you could get away with it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I it's, was, uh, yeah, I wasn't blown away by it. Nothing, nothing has been quite as good as crispy bacon. Yeah, crispy bacon. Like more, th- like what animal could go with this directing gimmick? <laughs> I haven't got much. No, yeah, they say never work with children or animals. It's like the Spike Lee reference as well. I know, like Steven Spielberg. Is everyone gonna know what he looks like? Mm. Like if you went for a generic Ponzi director with the goatee and the the sort of hat, and you, you you're overly arty about it, the idea of him wanting to emulate the Rock as well. When you first started talking about it, I had it as as like a you know the arrogant, pretentious filmmaker. Why would if anything he would hate the Rock because the Rock just makes action movies where this the OBE wants to make art. Yeah, that's the problem. Is like he's OBE's a Snoopy, uh, Snoopy, he's a snooty, yes. upper class gent from Cambridge. Yet Steven Spielberg doesn't look like a snooty upper class gent from Cambridge. He looks like Steven Spielberg. And you're right about the the Rock point as well. Again, mm. the two don't quite match up together. You wanna you wanna be can rather than Hollywood here. Yeah, and yeah. and we let's all be Hollywood rather than can. Well there's a nice bit in the middle, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Uh Phil and I'm gonna butcher this last name here. Panabianco, I'm gonna say. I hope it is Panabianco because that is fun to say. Uh Phil Panabianco, by the way, is also a coach in uh, running. So he said that if ever we need to, some advice on how best to um, to do our running, we should email him. Okay. Well if you're watching Phil um, a, a running coach. This could be very useful, actually. So I was running on the treadmill the other day, and I thought, in, in most most lifting moves, it's all in your hips. That the hips and your this this lower area here is is the power base. And I thought, well, when I run, I just run with my legs. So I started to run with my hips, <clears throat> and it was it felt easier. But I have not researched this. So either Phil. I've just developed a new form of running that we could work on to develop or uh, or tell me to stop doing it because I might pop a leg out my socket. All I could picture is Santino's walk to the ring. It wasn't you know, that it was like, where it's all like, No. That's how you were on the treadmill. 
Well, I don't know. I couldn't see myself. <laughs> I'll film it. I'm sure I look like an absolute donkey. Anyway, Phil Panabianco writes in, uh, said, this one is pants. Lance pants, that is. Lance struts to the ring in his beige slacks topped with a cream-colored short-sleeve button-up shirt. The center-parted hairstyle really completes his look. His catchphrase of, don't get caught with your pants down, Lance's finisher, called the No Pants Dance, sees him awkwardly trying to do his best Rick, uh, Rick Rude wiggle as his opponent slowly gets to their feet. Lance then feigns pulling down their tights before pushing his opponent into the ropes and then rolls them up with a fistful of tights to get the one two. Two, three. So what he does is he kind of taunts them a little bit and then he pretends he's going to pull down the pants. So they go, oh no! And then he pushes them against the rope, roll up, handful of tights, one, two, three. Mm. I, I, I'm guessing that's what Phil has written here. It's an odd thing to base a character around. Tra- the concept of trousers <clears throat> or pants as it is in America. Uh, <clears throat> it's weird because I, I read this as if he was from England and therefore was just talking about pants yes underpants Un- underwear yeah uh yeah not this uh yeah oh you started with the really good one i know i feel like we're crapping I... on everyone else now <laughs> yeah it's the first email i read it's just not not as good uh underlying concept i like what you've done with the idea of a gimmick based on pants but overall i don't think a gimmick based on pants has enough to it no i'm afraid that one could very well be pants and if you want to submit a question to the mailbag, all you have to do is become one of our mighty pledge hammers by donating on Patreon. And you can leave a comment on our Patreon page, get involved in the pledge hammer community. You can send me an email, let me know what your pledge hammer name is, and I can find you on Patreon. There's loads of ways to get in touch, but as long as you pledge, you can get into the mailbag. I should come up with a catchier slogan than that. Our friend Buttered Toast, who submitted Crispy Bacon, has uh, his question actually is with all in selling out so quick does this change the industry will the wwe recognize this and feel the need to step up their game slightly also if cm punk announces that at, at all in that he is joining the bullet club and returning to the ring will this make them adequate competition for the wwe my first point to that is i think if cm punk is going to announce a wrestling return don't join the bullet club like we go against the bullet club that's what bullet club needs is an antagonist they need someone to be going against them as opposed to just oh you're an american now join us yeah yeah totally agree a cody cm punk feud uh that could be potentially great mid-card fodder in mm, wwe yeah, selling out ten thousand seats elsewhere uh so what else have we got in there will that make them adequate competition for wwe no no wwe are just so big it's it's insane and this is like this isn't even a promotion i don't I don't know who the... But but could this be... Uh, I think what Butter Toast is alluding to is like if it's more than just All In 2, so like you do All In 2 next year, but then could you do more like other shows throughout the year and then All In 2 is like your... All In's like your WrestleMania, mm. but then you do one in January, you do one and you kind of like spread them out throughout the year and then maybe something spawns off from that. I mean, that's very much like... That's, that's, that's big mm. picture thinking. Uh, you know, I don't even know if that's their intention to do that sort of thing. Yeah, but it, I, I don't think that will happen either. I'd love it to, but yeah. uh, the realist in me says no. The question uh, I do like in here is: so Will WWE recognise this and feel the need to step up their game? Uh no, I think they'll completely ignore it and then try and sign up all the best guys. Uh, they, they'll they won't change their game at all, but they'll try and undermine it by targeting certain people and then. When those people come into WWE, I guess NXT, their style will kind of change WWE from the inside. WWE never willingly reacts to stuff. It's it's too big a corporation. You see this in all, all large companies. They're, they they want to do everything the same as they've always done. And it's new people coming up through the ranks that change things. Like, we would never have the style of wrestling we have today if it wasn't... That wasn't like a WWE dictated thing. I'm sure Vince McMahon just wants to see John Cena, Randy Orton forever. But the the new generation of people coming in has changed the style. They've had to like adjust their style to WWE, but in so doing, WWE has slightly changed more towards them. Seth Rollins being one of the best examples. Of I that. completely agree with you. I think if All In Two does get announced, I wouldn't be surprised if NXT is announced like the town over. Oh yeah, that's another classic wwe thing to yeah. do so kill the town the week before we're not, we're not bothered 
which is, which just happened to announce in the NXT show. It's the only one we're doing that area around that time. It's just it's full on the same week. Oh, like by the way, earlier. Shawn Michaels is going to be guest referee in the main event, <laughs> exactly. uh, and and we're calling back Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins to have a match. Yeah. Uh, in a ladder thing <laughs> and by the way we've just signed all your favorite guys yeah 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 so that, that's a possibility david mckenzie has emailed in probably not the right time to ask about the hall of fame but do you fellas uh, uh who would you fellas like to see entered into the hall i feel like davy boy owen hart and the dynamite kid are the most notable wrestlers who have not been honored especially the dynamite kid he is so inf- he has influenced today's in-ring style we all know i know it's a stupid ceremony but the hall of fame uh, but it's a it's the last honor some of the performance gets and i think it generally means a lot to wrestlers themselves and also their families i don't know why it suddenly matters to me but for some reason it does i empathize with that so like you know sometimes oh hall of they should go into the hall of fame and then you stop yourself and go oh but the hall of fame means nothing Mm. it's just a little pop but i'm sure if you go in it's it's great look at like jake and um scott hall yeah like when they got to to go in especially after everything that they'd been through like jake if you watch the the jake the snake documentary which holy hell that is if you can get through that without crying, then I, I think there is something drastically wrong with you. Because that is, it's a real tug on the heartstring story. Um, but so I think to people like that, yeah, it might really, it really means something. Mm. But maybe you feel like DDP, where it's just like, hey, I've got my yoga. But it's fine, I get, I get to wear a nice suit and I'll probably get a nice chicken dinner. Yeah, I, the, the, the main one that springs to my mind is because he is so unsung and kind of just like ignored by the company is Jim Johnston. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be my yeah. first person I would write down such beyond any actual yeah. on-screen talent. Yeah, that's such a good shout, actually. In fact, I don't think I could come up with anyone better than that. It's interesting as well. Brian Pritchard, I think, mentioned on one of his podcasts recently that um, I think it was Pritchard. It was some podcast I was listening to where they theorised that the reason why Davy Boy hasn't been inducted yet is because they want to induct him as the Bulldogs, like him and Dynamite Kid, but they're going to wait until Dynamite has passed on so that they don't really have to honour anyone. They can just. Uh, induct two dead people and then mm. bring their families in instead rather than have to give dynamite a live mic which might be yeah you know, could could go wrong also i think with the uh the the, the court cases and all that sort of legal actions against owen hart possibly not him either and craig Roberts is our final uh email of the week and he's uh said because you read my question on last week's episode i am feeling the love for ollie and lukey but here is my question i was watching the opening segment to impact wrestling last week on the global wrestling network and it had a piece with don Callis claiming impact wrestling was the hottest wrestling promotion going at the current moment what do you uh, do you agree with him or not i'm only asking because i haven't watched much impact in the last two months due to the fact that i thought the product was becoming a little boring what do you guys think your your best mate don Callis. my best mate don Callis. yes we're very good friends uh this is an interesting one because you look outside wwe new japan i for me is definitely the hottest promotion uh but then it's not like Ring of Honor have got much buzz about them at the moment. Uh, Ring, like the Bullet Club and All In have a lot of buzz, but they're not a promotion. Uh, so if New Japan is over there, and we're talking in the US, and Impact did have that redemption pay-per-view. We, we've reviewed it for Ramble Club, and some of the stuff they did on there was was genuinely very, very good. It, it really felt like a, a, a new era impact and that was the first pay-per-view they've done the first big show with the new creative team in place Don Callis being uh, chief amongst them and that god we talked about that OVE match and the following uh, angle with Eddie Edwards and he's like accidentally knocking out his wife extraordinary stuff like I've got to say it's one of the best wrestling angles of the year and it's nice to say this because we, you know, we we do talk to Don Callis sometimes for the Wrestle Talk Insider show, and we we don't have to pretend that that Impact like isn't like I don't know how how the like if this was a year ago, Impact and TNA whatever it was, and for the last couple of years to be honest, has been a slog, and it's been very difficult to get through because just when they start to get some momentum everything falls apart or Alberto Del Rio does something stupid and that's still happening but it, that they've turned that into a positive too like turning that Austin Aries match into a three-way with uh, Penta, Pentagon and Phoenix, Phoenix. Like, that turned into a really good match too um, the, is it the hottest promotion in the moment at the moment no 
but but like you've got to say that as a promoter like why wouldn't you say that to open your wrestling show but there is an argument that it is the hottest promotion currently in the u.s just because of the buzz coming off of that redemption pay-per-view so i don't think that's an unsubstantiated claim but it's not one i would agree with no and that's it it's it's promoters it's a commentator just saying these things like because if you are for the first if you're a first time viewer going into the show and the commentator says to you because you're meant to trust what the commentators say michael cole and if you are as credible as don Callis, absolutely but if you're like a first time viewer and he says like hey this is the most hottest this is the hottest promotion currently going on at the moment you it's it's all words like that you're gonna go like, oh well i'll stick around and and check out what's going on here then who is this trevor lee lad this this caveman looking fella and you kind of sort of like carry on and watching the show from there borrow analysis says it for nxt he says that it's the hottest thing happening right now in sports entertainment or something along those lines so it's just like a a selling hook like Don may very well believe it and that's great if he believes it it's even better whether that's true or not it's a different thing but I do think there is a lot of buzz around Impact at the moment their ratings sort of suggest otherwise because they are very much sort of like they sort of up and down depending on what the competition is but um, there is some good stuff coming out of that company really really good stuff in fact Hit with your iTunes reviews oh you're not going to carry on Hit me. Hit, Hit me. me. Oh, sorry. I didn't. I think you said carry on as in like I had made a point in the intro that I was saying to carry on into here. No, no, no. Uh, so the Lone Wolf YouTube. Wow. Someone has named their YouTube and iTunes accounts after Baron Corbin. Well, it might not be after Baron Corbin. Oh, I guess it could be the well-known saying the Lone Wolf. Yeah, it's going to yeah. say. And then when Baron Corbin, I was like, oh, damn it. It had to be him, didn't it? had to be him that was given the lone wolf gimmick hey man he was cool when he started do you remember when he used to do was it the end of days and people would count oh no when he started a match people would start counting to yeah. see how long it would take problem is then he would start rushing his matches and then that's when they looked even sloppy oh no i've got to keep up with the gimmick oh no alex zane comments wonderful podcast oh sorry wonderful podcast Luke and Dolly, you guys have such great chemistry. I listen to the podcast and watch the YouTube videos, but this is the only wrestling podcast I listen to, and it's the best podcast I've heard, in my opinion. Yes, Luke, it's the best podcast. Winky smiley face emoticon. Keep up the godly and amazing content. Stay swaft. Thank you very much, The Lone Wolf. But, Thank um, you, Wolfie. Just got to disagree. Uh, so uh, a, a new chap who's joined the team, uh, who's sort of helping us out with our... When, when we post stuff to YouTube, he sort of fills out the title and everything. Um, he, he texted me earlier and said, I've just got to, you know, cause he's been working with us for like two weeks now. And he, he goes, I've just got to clear up one thing I'm a bit confused about. What does swaft mean? Did I tell you my mum asked me this as well? Oh, did she? So because my mum, uh, she tries to watch videos sometimes. If I'm like doing a news video, she might watch it to see how her, how her boy is doing. If he's know? eating well. If he's eating well. Exactly. If he's getting enough sleep. Well, she told me off for doing that second spicy sauce, uh, the hot sauce challenge. When I went home for Christmas, she was like, you've got to stop doing those things. Because obviously because of my condition, I shouldn't really have done them anyway because it's dreadfully awful for me. Your broken condition? Yes, my broken condition. Um, but so, like, she had a bit of a puff of me for doing that. But she did ask as well. She texted me uh, about a month ago and said, "Like, what is what is SWAT? I've been trying to work it out." And I was like, "Well, what do you think it is?" And then she thought it was like an acronym for something mm. with the W. That was the only one she'd really worked out, which was Wrestle Talk. And then she kind of had some other letters. She goes, "But I can't, I can't really make it into anything." And then I, I started writing out where it came from. And as I was writing out, I was like, "This is mad." This is absolutely mad that it's taken off to this point. Well, you know, maybe it should be an acronym. Answers on a postcard, Swaff Nation, or Pod Swafters at this point. Yeah. To Luke at WrestleTalk.com, obviously. obviously. D- don't, don't email Ollie. He doesn't, he doesn't like getting your emails because he actively hates you all. A few people have commented on some of my videos. Oh, I'm really enjoying Ollie's slow burn heel turn. <laughs> Like he occasionally, what does that mean? he's taking po- he, like he's making fun of the viewers, and he's doing this, and he's he's being meaner to Luke. I was like, I'm not. T- I'm, this is not intentional. <laughs> I didn't. I don't want to accidentally be a heel. No. Yeah. You've worked yourself into a shoot, brother. So super wrestle talk, awesome, lovely. No F. Oh, sorry. Next. Yeah. Where's the Ellen Swaft? I don't know. Uh, F fricking like Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. Uh, T. <gasps> Wait, super wrestle, awesome freaking talk. <laughs> 
Well, there you go. I'm sure you can come up with better ones, Swaff Nation. And Lan005 writes, awesome show. Look, I've been a wrestling fan for a long time, and I'm listening to the podcast. Amazing. Ollie and Luke, keep it up. Hashtag to the drive to one million subscribers. It's the climb the hill to one mil, actually. Hashtag Swaff Nation. Thank you very much, uh, Lan005. You're going to clap him? Go on. I am. I'm just confused about why he wrote look at the start yeah, look i've been a wrestling fan for a long time and i'm listening to the podcast <laughs> like, <laughs> what is the rest- maybe it was like he was writing it to itunes because it just kept coming up in his recommendations of just being like yeah i'm listening to this podcast and it's like you may also like the wrestle ramble and then he listens to another wrestling podcast and it says hey you might also like the wrestle ramble and then he comes up with another podcast hey you may also like the wrestle ramble. look i've been a wrestling fan i'm listening to the podcast all right stop bugging me about it it's fine it's it's just that sort of, you know, d- that sort of writing tends tends to come with stuff that isn't well punctuated or a few spelling mistakes. This is perfectly written out, even down to the look, comma, I've been a wrestling fan, so you know to put, look, I've been a wrestling fan. It's it's just a weird thing to, to set up and not follow through on. Uh, Lan005, you have done a wwe booking of a sentence there well i'll tell you what if you do want to explain yourself you can do by getting in touch with me obviously luke at wrestletalk.com don't try and email ollie he'll just delete it and he laughs as he deletes it i've seen him do it i see him just he goes to me goes hey luke another one of these idiots has sent me an email and then he puts his finger over the button where i'm probably going to delete and then he goes <laughs> and then he clicks delete and he just then has a big packet of crisps that he yeah. just like just throws into his mouth while continuing to laugh and saying the word idiot over and over again i defecated on the screen the other day because yeah. i was so upset so upset Someone... these these idiots sending you emails is this a moment of luke <laughs> like a moment of bliss as he with with a chicken, chicken stick in a chicken <laughs> leg in each hand. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, that is uh, all we've got time for. Uh, Luke, do you want to say some words? You're going to miss the Swaff Nation for two weeks. Hey, man, the words that I ended this show off are the same words that I genuinely do mean. And I will see you all again in a couple of weeks. Uh, I will be well rested. I will be ready for some more WWE nonsense. And I'm really looking forward to getting back to the Swaff Nation already. And I'll close off. With the words that mean the most to you, and the words that, I know, get you through those tough times. I love you. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.